0: Welcome back to the True Transformation Podcast. This is your host, Josiah Novak. Today, I have a very special guest on the show. His name is Funk Roberts. If you don't know who Funk is, get ready. This guy is an OG in the fitness game, has been around quite a different parts of fitness, including helping UFC fighters, MMA, Muay Thai. Uh, He's an over 40 guy, transformation specialist. Uh, This guy knows his stuff. If there's someone that I would say pay attention to, especially if you're a guy over the age of 40, Funk is your guy. Um, married man, father, in super great shape, former fighter. Uh, this guy's got the whole resume if you're interested in getting in better shape. So Funk and I actually podcasted about a month ago, and uh, At the time, the uh, current state of affairs was just kind of starting, just kind of getting momentum, Uh, and so we were both quarantined at the time, and uh, we talked a little bit about that. We talked about his history with fitness, fighting, all this good stuff, his marriage, um, how he's helping guys over 40. Uh, This podcast is absolutely worth listening to. It's super valuable. Got a ton of stuff for you today, so want to buckle up get ready to listen to funk uh, if you want to check out funk on social media go to at funk fitness on instagram or go to over 40 alpha.com uh, this guy has a massive youtube channel too so we talk a little bit about that on the show uh, but check him out and connect with funk and uh, let's jump into the interview with funk roberts welcome to the true transformation podcast with your host me josiah novak
1: Welcome to the podcast. excuse
0: my daddy, Josiah Nova. Hey, before we jump into the interview, just a quick reminder. If you haven't signed up already, we have a lean and quarantine 30-day challenge kicking off. Um, this is our second round. We just are getting ready to wrap up round number one. Tons of results. People in there are losing on average 8 to 10 pounds in 30 days doing it in sustainable fashion, working out from home, no equipment needed. Uh, We're adding a bunch of stuff to round number two, including extra workouts if you have bands or dumbbells or other miscellaneous equipment. We're changing up the home workouts, giving beginner to advanced levels, uh, We're also putting in place an aggressive fat loss protocol if you're ready for it. Um, So we have a lot of cool stuff happening. Best way to join the challenge is go to my Instagram at Josiah Fitness and click the link in my bio. Uh, that's the easiest way to sign up. If you have any questions about the challenge or you want to know more, you can also email me, Josiah at the true transformation.com. Be sure to sign up for the challenge. We close the doors May 4th and uh, we'll kick things off that same day. So, looking forward to seeing you in the program. Without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Funk Roberts. All the people using Zoom now. <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome Zoom stock, man. That's- totally. I've been dumping money into it every day. So, (laughs) um, no, man, I I think, uh, the gray area, despite it not being the sexy area, because everybody wants to have like that polarizing opinion on everything. Yeah. You have to just understand that there's probably many things we don't know too. Right. I mean, for example, here in the States, you know, they put out numbers every day with the infected and the deaths and everything. There are so many people not being tested. Exactly. That we have no idea, man.
1: Exactly.
0: I agree. You know? and, and we live in this culture, bro, like, everybody wants things so fast. And that includes uh, fixing things, right? Resolutions. So kind of like, hey, we want a resolution tomorrow. You're going to have to be patient on this one. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Two weeks of chilling out is not a lot to ask. It's, it's better to be safe than sorry. I'm personally not worried about getting sick. But I don't want a virus. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I would like to avoid it if at all possible. I have two yeah. little boys too, and I I right. my my father in law lives with us and his health is not great. There you go. So there that's all I need to to worry about. And yeah. that's enough for me to to just abide by the protocols.
1: I agree. I mean, uh you like you, I'm 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 definitely in the middle. I'm probably a little bit more on the like uh not you know frantic because um you know i I understand things that happen and i'm not worried about myself uh if i do get it um but i am worried about the people around me my mother you know mother-in-law that those you know those are my wife but she's fine too um it's just the people around us it's it's the elderly that's what i'm worried about so i need to do what i can to stay you know contained um not doing a lot of and i don't i don't like the word social distancing um that's what we (laughs) use here um I like because I, me personally, I need to be social. That's oh, he, yeah, right. I but physical distancing one hundred percent. Yes, I'll, I'll get, I'll do physical distancing, but I don't want to do social distancing. I'm still gonna Zoom. I'm still gonna FaceTime. I'm still gonna, you know. And I think right now, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and these type of platforms are gonna explode. Oh yeah. Because after two or three days, you know, when people are sitting at home doing nothing, because remember, there's no sports. Yep. There's no. Well, there is entertainment, but you can't go to the the movies. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people that are going to have a lot of time on their hands. Um, Good time to do some self-reflection. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? You have to like think that, okay, this is a time to really reconnect with friends, reconnect with people that you haven't talked to, you know, do group stuff. I think we're going to find a lot of um, interesting ways people become social. Because I think we need to be social. It's just the physical distancing. We can't have the social inclusion, and I think the other thing I keep hearing is people are like, "Oh, we got to do social distancing," and like literally, people are walking, you know, just not even looking at each other now, that, like yeah. you know what I mean? Because because of, of the word, the word, "Oh, we need to socially," no, we need to socially, you know, be inclusive but distance ourselves um, physically, and that I think, you know, that's that's just my that's just my opinion on the No,
0: part. I could not agree more. And mm-hmm. actually, it's funny because it's a really good point. I almost think we need to have the opposite in terms of social distancing, we need to have social inclusion, like we need to really make sure that, like, for example, one thing we're doing for, uh, and I was just going to do it for clients, we're going to do live home workouts, which I've never done before, I've always just given programs and, you know, been a social uh, interaction, like on social media, but we're doing live workouts, I was like, why not just include everybody, like, hey, if you want to join the Zoom call, just jump on, it's free, right, because ultimately, man, like, I know, I don't know like about most people, but if I sit in the house all day, like I start to go nuts man. and I'm introverted. I need some time to be by myself, but I don't need all day. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I need like an hour and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go again. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, I think, um, ultimately there, if you just look around, I mean, despite what the, you know, there's many theories on this whole thing, but ultimately it comes down to short-term sacrifice. Hmm we sacrifice our daily routines for a couple of weeks. Let's try to get this thing under control. And then hopefully we'll start to move back in the direction of real life after a month or so. I, it could be longer than that, yeah, but ultimately, yeah. man, like, when people say, oh, it just affects the elderly. I'm like, yo, that is some crazy shit to yeah, say. I know.
1: Not even, not even, tr- <laughs> not even close to being true. Man. Not it's even not even true,
0: true, but it's also <laughs> like, just shows how like people's hearts have become made of stone. I'm like, dude, like, okay, it just affects the elderly. Those people are very, very important.
1: Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean,
0: if you grew up with grandparents, which I, I only grew up with a couple of mine, a couple of mine passed away before I was born, you value those people so much. And my kids, those are their best friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, the, dude, that's insane to say something like
1: that. Yeah, these are the matriarchs and patriarchs of our entire family, right? Absolutely. Like these are the ones that kind of like, you know, you look at the family tree and who's alive, that's, they're on top. And, and, and as old as they, they may be, they're still the ones that you kind of look up to You know this grandpa it's like so much wisdom yes exactly so it's um yeah i mean obviously the whole immune system and doing the best to keep yourself but i think right now because especially here in ontario because it's like okay obviously it's affecting health and and the fact that you need to to stay healthy and wash your hands and all that stuff of course that's been really um you know pushed down our um you know pushed down us to us sure but I think it's the, now it's the, the, the thought of, Oh man, I have a business. I'm going to lose some money or I can't go out anymore, or I can't go see this person or a therapist or whatever it is like, Mm. that's, what's kind of like starting to, you know, and then people are, you know, going to the, doing the grocery stores and hoarding and whatever. else like, that's the type of stuff. That's kind of like now being, you know, pushed to the forefront, not, not by the media, just by the fact that, Oh shit. Okay. Hmm. Now that I really think about it, I can't you know I can't open up my my restaurant anymore because mm. the may have fifth night. Well, how's that going to affect me in the long run? You know, our country is going into a recession already. Oh, and, yeah. I think, and I think after this, it's going to be unbelievable. And again, I I think this is going to be a, a month mu- like not just two weeks or a month. Like I'm thinking this is going to be like two, three, three months, four months.
0: Oh, easily. So this is
1: going to be this is <laughs> we don't this is this is unprecedented times, man. This is yeah. crazy.
0: I talked about this yesterday with my, my wife. I said, look, the headline when we get to the end of this year is still going to involve the, the coronavirus. It's yeah. still going to be a part of our economic uh, standing. It's going to be a part of our, our potentially a recession, I think is coming here in the state. Oh, well, right. I think Trump came out yesterday and said that, okay. uh, but I, that, that's, you know, that's ultimately part of just the natural rhythm of, of e- economics. But this whole thing is an unprecedented event. Like this has never happened in my lifetime. No. I'm in my mid thirties and I know friends who are in their late forties and they're like, this is the only thing I can think of that was something close to this was nine 11.
1: Yeah, for sure. It was, it was,
0: you know? and, and it's like, listen, man, like this is killing more people than, than that whole event. Right. So yeah. like we, and it's, and it could impact a lot more things that people realize like hospitals being overrun right. and, and it's funny and not to like make this whole podcast about this. <laughs> but I just, one point that I, I had to share this cause I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, people are like, Oh, well, you know, people should just stop going to the hospital if they're not experiencing like crazy symptoms. And I said, look, that's not the only reason people go to the hospital. By the way,
1: yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. People are still getting shot here in Ontario, Toronto, Ontario. I'm talking about get
0: hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, you should. Well, what if my what if my son? By the way, my two boys wrestle.
1: Right. What if my son needs stitches. Breaks, break something or break something. Yeah. Yeah, sure.
0: like people are. You're thinking. People's thoughts need to. You start. You need to start expanding your your idea of what is really happening uh, because it's not about the virus. It's not about the government. It's about the fact that we as human beings, um, are potentially disrupting basic necessities for a lot of people. Right. Um, and that's, it's unacceptable, man. Like as the human race, you just gotta, like, I'm happy to have two weeks to just be like, I got nothing to do besides help people. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) That's exactly it. That's, 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 that's what I'm in. I'm in that phase. I'm in that phase right now. Like, helping as many people as possible but here's here's the last thing just just to t- to top this off um we listen we, these behaviors that we expect of people these aren't those aren't normal behaviors like we don't normally wash up like we usually do we don't normally you know uh, uh care as much as we should be caring for the other like these are behaviors that need to be like it's going to be hard to change the behaviors that we want. Like people should be more understood because it's just not normal. Like this is yeah. normal behaviors for people to do. Like it's not normal for me to come home, go, up, go upstairs and wash my hands. So right. it's going to take a few weeks for me that for that to become normal. Absolutely. You know I mean? Like it's just so many behaviors that we want us to, you know, we should be this, but really like, it's going to be very hard. Um, well, it's not hard, but it's going to take time for people to kind of like change those behaviors. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Uh, thinking
1: not. and thinking, you know, it's a different thinking. And, th- and I-, I think this whole um, pandemic is going to help us to change our thinking
0: very quickly. Oh, yeah. Very quickly. We're going to come out of the other side. This is going to be a different world.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That... For, for many different avenues. Like, I mean, even just working, you know, where where people work. Uh, what, you know, do they commute and can people work from home? Like right. it's going to change a lot, which is yeah. exciting in some ways. There's going to be some really positive things that come out of this, but we need to get through the the tough period here to get those rewards. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's ultimately what it comes down to. Um, but man, like I, uh, it's funny, your, your name immediately popped in my head uh, yesterday when, uh, the UFC, uh, they canceled because I was like, I'm a die. Okay, so like I'm a diehard UFC guy. That's my favorite sport right now, and so I was just like praying that they would. <laughs> the one thing I'm like, look, I'm going to give up everything, okay, except the UFC. <laughs>
1: oh, I know. I know. My wife is my wife's pissed because she's like. Dude, we're supposed to be working the Perth event in in Australia. Yeah, we can't work the Perth event. Like that, that's what's her mindset. It's like fuck, we can't work Perth. <laughs> and we can't work Saskath- Saskatoon. Maybe we can still do that. Let's like she's, they better have events in the Apex. We can work those events. I'm like honey, it's not happening, man. It's not, not happening. happening. Like yes, they and the big fight that like you would never think would be affected again for the like wow. sixth time. The the um, you know Khabib versus Tony. What like. Yes, they're saying okay, it's still going to be on the Apex Center, but I don't know if that's still going to be on, man. I uh, really do not know if that's that's another
0: 50 like, right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. tough. It that fight is cursed. Um, I know.
1: Like, can you believe it? Like, it's un, like you're thinking, okay, this time for sure.
0: Yes, like everything
1: is good. We know we're going to make sure that both these athletes like don't don't do anything crazy. Nothing can can <laughs> can stop this. And all of a sudden, the coronavirus. <laughs> Dana's yeah. just like oh, Dana, I know, is just like, what is going on,
0: man? It's crazy. Cause it's we actually made a joke. Someone made a joke before this virus and they were like, make sure to isolate Tony and uh yeah. feet. Right? Make sure nobody gets around them.
1: <laughs> and now we forgot about, about everybody else.
0: It's not even about them anymore.
1: <laughs> we forgot about everybody else.
0: <laughs> I know, man. I know. Yeah. And it's funny, I I have a podcast with uh Frankie Edgar the weekend before uh, the event, and we were yeah. like all hyped because it's up in Brooklyn. We're gonna go drive up there to awesome. do that and everything. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my god! Like as, as a fan, it's like your fan dream, right? Like oh, the best fight. It's all this stuff. I'm I'm a few hours away from it, and it's like, man, this is awesome. But I don't know, man. I'm I'm thinking uh more than likely if they do it, it won't be in the U.S. It'll probably be somewhere outside the country. If they even get a chance to do it. I, I just don't even know how they're going to, we may lock down travel though. So we, we may not even be able to leave. So yeah. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, the, 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 the best place to have it for the UFC would be their apex because that way they can control everything and just, yes. if it's just fighters um, and no one has to really travel because I think both of them are here right now. So um, I think North America, but yep, yeah, these next three fights are gone. Um, and who knows after that and again the, how it affects the fighters and the fighters pay like there's, there's a whole podcast just on that and yeah. how, like this coronavirus and the pandemic and the the shutdowns are affecting mma gyms you know where these guys train uh and, and just not just them like all the, all the athletes uh that they train with um the the coaches uh, their, their 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 you know their their pockets their wallets you know then if you don't fight oh, no. you don't get paid that's that's how it is there's no you know, there's no union, so there's no way for them to actually, you know, get something from the union that they formed. There is no union, so it's not like you know Dana has to. I'm sure Dana will take care of some people, but again, Dana's losing money because they. Oh,
0: Dana's losing lots of money.
1: Yeah, I can't put on these events, and so you know that that just in this industry, because I know like you know here, we're, you know we train Muay Thai. And I used to do strength and conditioning for a couple of uh, um, MMA gyms here. And, you know, now they're they're closing down. And you know, Oh, yeah. Muay Thai gyms are – Muay Thai is a big culture here in Toronto, Ontario. And, you know, the closing of those gyms and those athletes, like it's just it's, – <laughs> my wife who's like, you know, she trains pretty much Muay Thai every day if, when she can. You know, she's feeling it. Like she's oh, literally feeling it. Like I have to t- bring her on my, when we go shoot workouts, I'm like, okay, you're going to come and we're going to shoot together
0: and you're going to be in all the videos now. So get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, and, and the Muay Thai community is such a strong one too. We I, I, I trained Muay Thai uh, this past year. I, I tore my bicep and I had to stop because um, of some whatever, nothing to do with Muay Thai. But um, right. I, I, the gyms here are shutting down too because yeah. of how close proximity you are to everybody. And you know, it's just these, these people. And honestly, like people who it's like their therapy, you know what I mean? I know, like, a man. lot of these I people know. are like broken inside. They come to these gyms and they reinvent themselves. And now it's like, I mean, we're talking about from the the people just off the street to the pro fighter being impacted in such a massive way, man. Like it's crazy.
1: You know, it's sad. It's very sad. And I see it in my wife. Like she, she doesn't know what to do herself with cause Muay Thai is that's her. Like that's yeah. her. She is Muay Thai. And, um yeah, not being able to go and train with everybody else or run, like, you know, like, we can't even – we have keys to the Muay Thai gym. We can't even go. Like, we <sighs> just can't go and, you know. I've got keys to my buddy's, SS, like, a strength conditioning gym that I sometimes shoot in.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: He just told me yesterday, no, you can't go, buddy. Like, we got to – like, I can't. Yeah. So it's like, God
0: damn. This is <laughs> crazy. <laughs>
1: like, I can't even shoot. Well, I got one more, one place, thank goodness. But, yeah. damn, man, just – uh yeah, it's it's it's, it's absurd. absurd.
0: How did you start? What's your background with fitness? Like how did you get into fitness originally?
1: Yeah, so I used to be a professional uh beach volleyball. I played indoor volleyball and beach volleyball. So oh back, my in, back in so I'm I'm 51, so I played back in the in the 80s and 90s like Karch Cry and, and St. John Smith. I don't know if you, anyone knows. Oh
0: yeah, that. dude. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: you, dude. yeah. Yeah, my I played against all those guys. So I played That's on the EVP. Awesome. Yeah, so I played here and then I played indoor first. Obviously, you play indoor and then um but I moved to the beach just because, you know, one day I was watching ESPN and I saw, like, I played, I was a high-level indoor player, but I was watching uh, ESPN and I'm watching this beach volleyball. I'm like, look at these guys, man. Like, two on two, first of all. Yep. Chicks all over the place. <laughs> Everyone watch. I'm Aries, so I like to have a spotlight It's like Top it. Gun, man. Yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, when you play six on six, you know, it's, you're kind of, like, buried in, in front of them. Yeah. Like, which, I'm a team player, don't get me wrong. But... <laughs> Two oh, on two yeah. on the beach. Me being the black guy, too. I'm gonna stand out. This you is like crush, I just literally went. Okay, I'm going. I'm playing beach. So I, I just, just, and then luckily in here in Toronto we had one of the best beach volleyball scenes in Canada at the time. Right. A lot of our guys were playing in in the U.S. And then yeah, it just spring rolled from there. I played on the AVP. I played on our our tour. Canada had a huge tour, Um, and then I played you know indoor as well. But during that time I was always in the fitness. Like when I was 11 years old, my, my dad bought me like the weeder bench and the, you know, the yep. the weights with the sand in it and you have to like put it together. So he, he bought me that. So I was already working out. I was w- reading flex and muscle and fitness and muscle mania. Like I was just, I loved like bodybuilders, you know, just seeing the muscles. Like, man, this is good. like, I'm going to be a bodybuilder. Right. And so even during my, my pro days, I was always like, I'm eleven. So, and luckily when I played beach volleyball, like the tallest guy was like 6'5, it was like Mike Dodd and mm. a of, you know, other guys, Mike Whitmarsh, and a couple other guys. That was really the tallest, so there wasn't really a lot of tall guys like there are today where everyone's 6'11, 6'10, and they can, play. yeah, but um, but yeah, so it was good for me then, so I could jump pretty high, but I was always like jacked, like I was always like a little mm. short, but well, shortest for the sport and, and jacked. And that was like my like claim to think, you know, I'm just gonna keep working out. And then I would, help, I would train other fight players and then we would, you know, do sprints and do all, you know, plyometrics and stuff. So I always had that love for fitness. And then, you know, obviously as I started to, my career started to to fizzle, I, you know, got my personal training certification. So I could start doing personal training and I found out very quickly, I hated doing that because I don't like working one-on-one. I love helping people, but it's just like, it's just so long, like it's an hour. You know, I'm, like, I'm only helping one person. Like, yeah. like, you know, like when we used to train, it would be like a bunch of us training together. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was good for me to do that because I needed to understand what I liked and what I didn't like. Right. And so, yeah. So during that time, then I, I, I retired when I was 30 from the sport and, and, you know, got the nine to five, I had a son. So, you know, even though I had the 95 I still loved working out, still going to the gym every day pretty much, or doing whatever. I'm still playing volleyball indoor, but you know just kind of like the gym was where you know I felt great. and then yeah. um, you know just as as things progressed, I started to uh, do boot camps. I realized that, oh shit, boot camps, this is cool. like it was a new thing, but it allowed me to train more people at once, right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna do boot camps here. And I started doing a boot camp in, in Toronto. I, like, I would get like a hundred this is like right when boot camp started. So I was getting a hundred people every boot camp. Like it was crazy. And I'd put them in different, like, you know, I'd have them in different uh stations and they would move from station to station, have them running, like we'd like bring all like I'd have to cart all kinds of like kettlebells and dumbbells and like all these Swiss balls and put them outside in the park. And <laughs> it was crazy. But when I look back at it now, I'm like, what the hell, man? Like for an hour long class i was spending like two hours just you know in prep and then yeah getting things out but i loved it though i loved i loved running the boot camps and you know that was really good but again for me youtube started online started and blogs started to become a thing so i'm like oh i can reach more people here so i just started blogging and putting my workouts in youtube up on 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 um you know, on YouTube and then putting in the blog and, and kind of just kind of, you know, just seeing what type of response I would get. I'd have a newsletter that was mostly my, my family and my friends, people i worked with. And then, you know, it just became, because I was, I was doing it so much, you know, at the very beginning, I think it just picked up a little bit, you know, it just sure. any advertiser. I think I didn't even know about that at, at that time. And then, um, I started following guys like Vince Del Monte and Craig Valentine oh, yeah. and, um, you know, um, uh, yeah, a few, a few, uh, Joel Mary and like those guys, I started following those guys and seeing what they were doing and how they were reaching people. And, and uh, I'm like, yeah, this, I think this is what I want to do. You know, I want to, I want to do more online. I want to start, you know, and this is when I was about four, thirty eight, thirty eight 38, or 37. Okay. So mm. was still posting on YouTube, I was really big and puffy. Like I was like 220 pounds. Like I'm, I'm normally 180 now, 180. Oh, okay. I was like 2.15. I was really puffy. I had a belly because I always, actually when I played beach volleyball, I always had a belly because it's a, it's also a social sport. So you, you play, you drink, like you party like crazy. Oh yeah. You play on Sunday or, and if you, you know, and then whatever, and then you drink again on Sunday night. So, there's a lot of partying going on during my beach volleyball career. So I at the beginning of the season I'd have abs. By the mid season or three weeks in, I'd have a belly. So I'd always be wearing a tank top. It was the worst. It was the worst. I was just getting hammered all the time. Anyways. Awesome. Um uh so yeah, so I had, you know, I was getting bigger and puffier, but as I started to get older, um, you know, was just like something's not right. You know, what I mean, like I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure. I can't. I'm not getting the gains. I'm getting injured. I'm puffy. um You know, I I had that self. I didn't have any self confidence anymore. I had to, you know low self esteem because I had this belly, and you know, I'd always go to the clubs and try to you know po- posture. But you know, it's always, yeah. it's always in the back of your mind, right? And um. Yeah, so I was just I was just training one day, training one day, and my my guy I was training with was just like, hey, man, doesn't that doesn't that upset you? Like, doesn't that piss you off that you continue to train? You're here every day. You're doing an hour in the weight room and 30 minutes on the treadmill, and you still look the same. Like, you haven't changed. I'm like, fuck. Damn. Yeah. And I was like, I got <laughs> defensive. I got defensive. Obviously, you're going to get defensive. What are you yeah, talking what? about, man? What are you talking about, right? <laughs> I went home, took off my shirt. And I was like, "Dude, it's totally right, man. It's right." Killing myself in this gym, um, and then, <laughs> and then at that same time, um, I I am getting to the story, so bear with me. No, at this that, is
0: great. I love this, dude. <laughs>
1: at the same time, oh, awesome. um, at the same time, Mu- Muay Thai came back into my life because I was actually training Muay Thai uh, when I was 20. When it oh, was first wow. coming yeah because it came to um one, one of the big muay thai fighters came to canada and um he had this little it was just a, a storefront and he he coined it as like oh come in and do like street fighting mm. right how are you gonna get people in if you say muay thai you're not gonna get people in he brings us in the to do street fighting and I, in my 20s i was also very like i would get into a lot a lot of fights so yeah. I'm like, perfect man like this is great you know <laughs> this is awesome. So then I started, you know, then we started training and it was more about the culture. It was more mm. about, you know, the eight limbs. And it was just like, okay, I'm loving this now, right? And, uh, you know, he, he, he's that's how you got people in. But once you got in, you learned more that Muay Thai was more than that. So I loved it, man. My body was like, it was amazing. But again, because of beach volleyball, I couldn't continue doing it. Sure. Uh, so when I, again, at this point, I'm like late 30s, Muay Thai gets back into my life. And I realized again, I'm still big and puffy and I go to the doctors. He tells me it's my testosterone. And so I'm trying to figure out, okay, I got to change the way I'm training. I got to change the way I'm eating. Um, You know, because of course he wants to put me on TRT, but that was, um, that wasn't, I just wasn't going to do that. So I changed the way I was training posting on when I was posting on YouTube at the beginning, it was more like bodybuilding style. And I actually changed to more like kettlebells and hit training. And then, I, and then with Muay Thai, I realized that oh man, I gotta actually train strength and conditioning for like my uh, for the attributes I need for Muay Thai, not for aesthetics, right? So the buys and tries had to go. So I started learning a lot about how to like strength and conditioning. I got my certification as MMACA, so that's a Nesta certification as a um, um, MMA strength and conditioning coach certification. Mm-hmm. That was all online, but it was very intensive, it was like 70 hours. It was, it was tough, wow. but it was really good. It was really, really good. So I had that because I was using it on myself and with some of the fighters that I was training with. And then I took a trip to Thailand. And when I got to Thailand, you know, I was, I was training, again, intense. But I went to a place called Tiger Muay Thai, which is in Phuket. And at now it's a massive UFC, a lot of UFC fighters training. Yeah, I've there. heard of it. Yeah. But back when I went, which was 10 years ago, it was just a small old gym. You know, there was nothing around it. And, uh, you know, it was real Muay Thai. You know, you go run 5K, come back, jump rope. Then, you you know, you do technique and then you clinch. Or no, you do technique and then you hit the pads and you hit the bag and then you clinch and you do abs. Like it's like two and a half hour (laughs) sessions, three hour sessions. But I loved it. Yeah. But what I did see was a lot of at that time, a lot of UFC and MMA fighters from around the world would go to Tiger to to, to work on their stand up, right? And then they would go back. But when they were going to the gym, they were still doing like buys and tries, back and shoulders. So I was there and I'm like, hey guys, you need to kind of change, you know, the way you're training. Cause at that point, there's, it's a small gym, so everyone kind of knows everyone. So I started doing like little seminars on strength and conditioning and like mm-hmm. doing workouts. And that's when I realized, like, oh shit, man, you know what? I, when I get back to Toronto, I'm going to start a website called funkmma.com and I'm going to post workouts every week on YouTube so that guys, doesn't matter where you are in the world, doesn't matter who you are, you know that you can get workouts that you can use. Cause that's how I thought of it. I was like trying to reach reach the mass, but not like the UFC fighters, just like the, lit, the regular guys who aren't in the UFC at that time or aren't pro fighters, or maybe they are pro fighters, but they just don't know how to train. So I just went back and started my online, um, you know, funk putting workouts. And then at the same time, Spartacus, there was a, there was a, a there was a 300 workout, the 300 movie.
0: Mm, and in the yeah. 300
1: movie, they used the 300 workout. It was this, uh, this, uh, uh, I can't remember, Dave Tw- Twight, I think his name was, I can't remember. He put this work that all the actors went through this, this, you know. I you remember know, that. Work. Yeah, you remember that, right? Yep. And so they put them through this workout and they changed their bodies and they all got ripped. And it was like the 300 workout was a big thing. And then, uh, there was a show called Spartacus that came on like, uh, like, uh, I can't remember what, what channel it was on, but it was like a series and they used the Spartacus workout, which was 10 exercise circuit. And that came out. And when, when that came out, men's health did this like uh, contest. They're like, okay, we're going to do this contest for trainers, any trainer who can show us the best, uh, Spartacus workout will win well I came second in that oh, right I came second. so you shoot the video and then you put it in so I came second to somebody else and and I'm like wait wait a minute man. That, that was a cool workout let me create my own four week free program put it online and see what happens so I did that I created this four week program I shot four workouts all in my basement like if you look back in um, YouTube for anyone's listening right now if you look back I shot those videos in my basement Okay, if, if you're just listening to this I'm black as night that's on a black man black as <laughs> night I was in my basement with one little light on tiny little going back and forth shooting kettlebell workouts you barely see me please go back and go to Spartacus workout funk Roberts and you're gonna see and it was it was when I look back I'm like oh kettle so kettle like Furniture everywhere, back fridge. Oh, so man, I love it though. But, but I, I shot four follow-alongs and it just, it blew up. Like I had like, I got 20,000 followers or emails, emails, email subscri- wow. subscribers within like four or five months. Maybe maybe in shorter, because it, it actually blew up to the point where Men's Health called me or they reached out to me and said, we, we're we going to sue you um, if you don't give us a Spartacus.com URL. Because after I did my Spartacus, program, they created a Spartacus, Spartacus program. When they came back to me and said that I stole it. So wow. we actually went to court on this and everything, oh man. It was, yeah, like it was, this is all at the time they were doing like online coach, uh, uh, quarter over the phone. I can't remember what it was, but I just gave it up. I didn't care. I don't care. I don't need Didn't need the Spartacus.com. I didn't need to go into battle with men's health at that time. Yeah. But what that did was it showed me the power of online fitness. Mm-hmm. Right, showed me like shit, man. I, I just got twenty thousand follower emails. That's the key, not followers. Emails, yeah,
0: emails. Yeah.
1: Right, and then on the flip side, of my funk MMA side, I was doing the same thing. I was giving away a. Free, I think I was giving like four free workouts, and so that was, that so you know on YouTube, I would say, hey, don't forget to download my free workouts if you're a fighter, and that's so I was growing these lists like eight years ago, seven years ago. Uh, but not monetizing. I was just growing the list and still just putting free stuff out, free stuff out. And then uh, because I was working a nine to five job, I was, um, you know, uh, making six figures, easily making six figures. Uh, It was a comfortable job. I had benefits. I had everything. I was just getting married, just got married. I have kids. I'm good, man. Like I don't need to do anything, but my passion was fitness, right? I loved what I did. I worked hard, but I would come home and I'd be shooting videos or blog posts or Trying to create programs. And uh, I realized uh, one day that in order for me to actually explode or at least create a program, I would have to do it full time, like online program. I have to be full time. I can't do nine to five and then do this at the same time. It's just not, it wasn't working. Maybe you can do it now, but I couldn't do it then. So I literally walked into my president's office uh, and said, Hey, uh, I just want to let you know I'm, I'm leaving. You know, I'm going to do my own thing. And he pretty much, he pretty much said, I was waiting for this day because everyone in my, where I worked was on my email list. (laughs) And they always (laughs) asked me, my president was doing my workout. So it's like, yeah, man, go do your thing. We're good. Everything's good. You go do your thing and good luck. And I didn't even tell my wife. So I came home and told her and she was like, get your ass upstairs, man, get to work. And that's pretty much how this whole thing (laughs) won. I know it was long, everyone. I know it was long. No, that is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I love
0: that, dude. Those are the best (laughs) stories because like, especially for people who listen to our show and, and tune into our stuff, we have a variety of people from walks of different walks of life, but everybody can relate to that. Right. We, you know, I've been overweight and and decided to make a change. I, I've also worked a nine to five and realized I can't do a nine to five and run my business at the same time. It's just, I can't, at least back when I started it. Uh, and so no, that's amazing. And the Muay Thai stuff is incredible. I tell people all the time and, and I, I miss it because I had an injury, and i couldn't i couldn't do it for a while and I, I want to get back into it, but it's one of the best things you can do, even if you're not someone who's like like you said the street fighting <laughs> oh, even if you're not worried about fighting the discipline and what you'll learn about your body and your mind is just unbelievable i'll never forget the first time I got kicked, and <laughs> i was the the funny thing is I was holding a pad when I got kicked. <laughs> <laughs> and it was by this guy who was half my size. I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a small guy by any means. I'm like 6'1", 2'15". And this guy probably was like, you know, my height, but like 160, like super skinny. And uh, he just did a kick to my, I was holding the pad of my leg, and he kicked my leg. And I remember feeling like his leg went through mine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I thought, there's no way his leg just went through my leg, because there's a pad there. <laughs> I had yeah. to do a double take like wait a second <laughs> what just happened this guy was like yeah man that's that's how we roll and I'm that's like my time. oh my my humility just literally just skyrocketed because I was like all right I'm a beginner I don't know what I'm doing it's time to like wake up but it was amazing it's amazing and, I, and yeah. I recommend it for a lot of people especially <laughs> if you're bored with the usual the usual fitness thing uh with you know lifting bodybuilding that kind of stuff I have the same background so I get it it's an amazing tool uh, to add to your arsenal. It's incredible.
1: Uh, I agree. I mean, uh, so many people, um, you know, will start Muay Thai just to get in shape mm-hmm. or, you know, there's, and, and I think Muay Thai is one of the, probably the best if you want to get in shape, if you want to lose weight, if okay. you're overweight, it doesn't matter what skill level you are because in Muay Thai, it's not like you're fighting. You're, you're doing a lot of conditioning. Yep. Um, you're doing technique stuff. You're learning how to, you know, throw punches and kicks. It's so empowering. Um, Oops, I'm
0: no, you're good. Yeah, it is. Um, and, and 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 people like. I, once again, I was a be, you know true beginner. I'd done some a little bit of boxing and stuff, but you know when I got into it, I was a total beginner. I had no idea like what I was doing. Um, I thought, oh, because I know how to throw a hard punch, I can do some Muay Thai. Yeah. Very, very. Uh, I was very wrong.
1: <laughs> totally. Yeah it's 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 uh, it's it's very humbling. My son now trains Muay Thai because he was coming to we We're going to go to Thailand in April um he trains he's 23 nice. you know and he's always talked about it but he never really you know and i told him no like i'll pay for your first month and and he's been hooked since and his body's like it's like jesus dude like you're jack six <laughs> four, he's ripped it's like oh man. but but it's very it's very humbling for him like yes having to run having to you know it's like at the very first month he could barely keep up with just the conditioning right because you're yes. doing, you know a lot of jumping a lot of push-ups a lot of abs like but but again, that you get the empowerment and then learning how to throw Muay Thai kicks. And, and then next thing you know, you're fighting like Angela, my wife, her, the, the reason why she started Muay Thai was she used to be a bodybuilder and she's like, I just can't do this bodybuilding shit anymore. So I'm just going to Muay Thai. Plus she was a police officer at the time. Oh, wow, wow. She used Muay Thai to help her with, with you know, self-defense or whatever it is, wow. right? So um, that's how she started. So she was, couldn't throw a punch, whatever you know, fast forward, she's had four fights in Thailand. She's like, you know, oh my she's a beast. Like she's, she's still, I think personally, one of the best fighters here in Canada, but she's 49 right now, but, um, still yeah. she could step into the, she could step in and, and, and fight. No problem. Like there's like, she trains, that's how much Muay Thai is ingrained in her, but the, she never started like that. And most yeah. people who fight don't start like that. They just keep going. And then next thing you know, they're getting better. And next thing you know, your crew's like, Hey, you want to fight? Like, oh, maybe try. And then you do like an in-house, and you're like, as soon as you do as soon as you have one fight, it's over. Like you're gonna want to fight every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're it's fine. like it's <laughs> one fight, it's like, okay, what's the next one? there's the next one. <laughs> no? Crazy.
0: Dude, that's awesome. Like and yeah. and, and people like because sometimes people are searching for I I and this is like the fitness philosophy that we abide by, but it's like there's no one right way to do fitness, right? Ultimately, right. fitness is a is a broad thing, and within there, there's many different things you can do. And sometimes people are looking for that, like that hook, right. They're, they're trying to find that one thing they're going to get hooked into. And I, I like something like martial arts or Muay Thai is like such a, can be such a powerful thing to get people ingrained into a fitness routine. Yes. You don't have to fight anybody, but like, ultimately I, I miss it right now. Like I get excited to talk about it. Cause I'm like, yes. it's like a, I know what it is. It's a primal instinct that we all have to, test ourselves to push our limits and experience controlled pain, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Where we can rebuild and come back and, and start to develop neurotransmitters and pathways inside our brain to move our body in certain ways. And it gives you that confidence too to like, okay, yeah, like people talk about jujitsu and how it's great for self-defense. I say, look, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You get on the street, yeah. and you try to do some jujitsu, you better hope that person doesn't know Muay Thai because yeah. that person who knows Muay Thai, like the back of their hand, and you know Jiu Jitsu, I'm going to have my money on the Muay Thai person because they're going to, before you get mm. them on the ground, they're going to get you and
1: try light to shoot kick, kick the shit out of you, is what, we, <laughs> right. what I would do. I kick. was like,
0: I told my brother the other day, this is funny, we were talking about uh, the fight, the Tony Ferguson fight. Yeah. And I said, uh, you know, it's crazy because they're kind of like the, the, this exact example. You have a great striker and you have a great wrestler a great jiu-jitsu guy um, and i said you know if i got a fight today i would not try to punch someone i would just leg kick them.
1: <laughs> oh totally 100% <laughs> that's the first thing you're doing is leg kicks 100% yeah, a leg kick
0: takes you out
1: 100% <laughs> especially if you do if you have like not like muay thai leg kicks are much different than you know karate or sure. kickboxing cuz you're kicking through like you just when you were describing that I'm like that the reason why that happened was because Muay Thai you're, you kick through you try yes. to kick you rear the bat and you're trying to kick through the, oh. your opponent. and that's what makes that that that's the thud and that's like the the devastation of those Muay Thai kicks. Um yeah man I would that's what my wife and I always say that's okay if you know sometimes we'll be in like you know shady areas okay. <laughs> What do you do first? We're gonna leg like, kick him and then okay, cool. Like, we just always play these games, right? Like, okay, it's like we, we all play these games. That's the first line of defense, especially for her, too, because she's yes, I mean, she's not on the road anymore. Um, she's in forensics right now, but when she was on the road, you know, she's a she's you know, she's not a big girl, she's a small girl, but she's athletic and strong. But, you know, she's not going to overpower a big guy, no matter yeah. what. It doesn't matter. So it's more about, like, leg kick, leg kick, gone, right? She's not overpowering. Just don't get don't get taken to the ground. Because, like you mentioned, you know, the, the jiu-jitsu player, as soon as they get a hold of you, though, it's game over. So oh, yeah. You have no defense for, you know, anything. It's like, you're done. You're done. You're out. Absolutely.
0: And I was just re-watching uh- – and I, I try to say we're not going to go on tangents with these attacks, but I love it. MMA is my favorite. I absolutely love it. I love it so much. Um, I was watching a replay of the uh, Nate Diaz, uh, Conor McGregor second fight last night, just right. for random reasons. And um, the leg kicks, the, that was like the, the, the strategy that Conor employed. And just watching someone's leg get torn up, like oh. people don't understand. And if you've never been leg kicked, like it, it's a pain you – you can't prepare for it, man. Like, and, and learning how to check a leg kick too, like, oh my God, that was a painful lesson, man. Like, I mean, yeah. just having to finally get the, the courage too, to be like, I'm going to check this, right? Yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> my leg's not going to snap in half.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All, all of the above. Yeah, man. Take, taking leg kicks doesn't matter. Um, you know, we, we, we had a shout out to, um, Evan, who's uh, used to be the, the uh, head Muay Thai trainer at Black Zillions. So do you remember the Black Zillions tra- training camp? Oh, it, was, I, it was a tra- it's a training camp like uh, Rashad Evans. and Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, guys, absolutely. All, and then now it's Henry Hoof's gym, but he used to be the head Muay Thai trainer. He, he's now here in Toronto. He used to be our trainer. Um, he's the king of leg kicks because Henry Hoof is a kickboxer, so he teaches a lot of he- heavy leg kicks. So, um, you know, even though you, you've been training Muay Thai for so long, like now the like when someone who knows how to throw those leg kicks those devastating leg kicks are like just one kick buckles and then the continuous um it's unbelievable he's the king of that and you know my wife now is the leg kick queen like she kicks my leg even with with pads on it's un. but it's like jesus man easy easy with the kicks but she's like i can't i can't help it i've done them so many times that's just how i kick for her it's not heavy it's just a regular kick but for the recipient you know and uh you know that's the thing about muay thai or any 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 martial art is when you can master and you never will master it but when you can can really get the technique down you know what i mean yes and you're, you're doing whatever you're doing you're just throwing with so so much you're th- doing things effort effortlessly while the other person is is you know taking the beat like taking the brunt like you, you may think you're just throwing a little jab but because you're throwing the jab with such great technique, it's like, oh Jesus, it's a powerful yes. jab, you know. So it's like that's the evolution of of doing a martial art. You start with with you either start with the I want to lose weight, so I'm going to do Muay Thai. I think Muay Thai is the best one if you want to lose weight, right? Yeah. And then you learn some self defense. You learn how to throw punches. You learn how to be confident. You never have to fight. There's people Muay Thai that never fight, but they just passion, right? Um, if you have passion for jujitsu or ground or, you know, doing that stuff, that's, that's endless. You can do that till you're, till the day you die sure. sports. That's not as, as, um, you know, the, the, the contact is not as heavy, but it's just something that's really, it's, it's incredible. Um, but you start one way and then as you keep going, you just want to grow and you grow as a person in the sport, which allows you to grow as a person outside. You start doing things and trying things you've never done before starting businesses. Hey, if yes. I can do, Like that, here I could probably figure it out over here, you know. Um, and doing stuff that you're passionate about, you learn how to just do things that you're passionate about, you know. And it's so funny because the like, we're so when we got married, my wife and I got married, health and fitness was in our vows, so we literally told each other in the vows, like, we can never let each other get out of shape or unhealthy, okay? Like, if you're getting out of shape, I can call you fat, get your ass back in the gym, and vice versa. And that was like you know, that, that's one of our, our um, that was, that. that's key. That's how, that's one, like, you know, when you get married or, you know, you have to have the same values, right? You have mm-hmm. to have the same values. Like communication, yeah. Sex, yeah. But values, that's it. If you value one thing and your wife values the other, then there's always going to be a disconnect. But if you both have the same values, then you're always going to have that connection. You're always going to know, okay, this person's not doing this for me. It's just because she values us and I value the same thing. So for us, it's fitness and health. So even in with, you know, for me, it's easy because this is what I do. But for her with her work, she like her, everything goes around her being able to train like her mm-hmm. work schedules and everything. Like if it doesn't jive, then it's like, there's going to be a problem kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's because we value health and fitness. Cause you know, that if we're healthy then we can do much more. If I'm healthy, I can run my business way better. Aside from the workouts, I'm just got more energy. I'm not sick you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just more focused if I'm, if, you know, and as I get older, I got to continue to focus on that and the same with my wife. So we are always doing, when we travel, we're always working out or hiking or doing something physical, Like We can't go and sit on a beach. Like that's, that's not even a question. When we go to Thailand for the month and so they're like, okay, we're going for, to Thailand for a month. We're training every single day, twice a day, probably we're still going to mm-hmm. go and do, you know, big Buddha and the night market. And, and, you know, I used to do retreats in Thailand. So people would come all over the world. We would take them on a 10 day retreat. We do workouts, but then we show them the culture, but mm-hmm. wherever we go, no matter what, we're always training in some capacity. Cause that that's key. If we went somewhere and didn't train the whole time, we would be like, we'd be miserable. Sure. Even if we're in a beautiful country, okay, how can we take advantage of this beauty? Oh, let's go for a run in the in the in on the mountains or in the woods. Let's, you know, if we're in a hotel, oh, let's just do a quick little workout. Like, it doesn't matter, man. That's key for us. But that's because that's our value. Not everyone has fitness now, number one value, but people don't understand. Like, hey, you're going on a vacation. And
0: you're
1: go doing. You're climbing a freaking mountain. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, man. I, I love that. I actually, um, I love the fact that you had it in your vows because I see so many people struggle, uh, guys and girls right now with the idea of like, I want to get in shape, but my spouse isn't really on the same page. Yes. yes. You know, I'm, and I'm worried like they have that anxiety. Like what are they going to say if I sign up for this? What are they going to do if I start eating better? Like what, what's going to happen? And I get it. Cause it's a, it's a, a bond. And it's a merit. Marriage is a, one of the most important things on this earth, but it's a tough thing because we've, we've allowed that value to not be a value anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like a a fun idea or a, a maybe, or a, yeah, if I get around to it, like, yeah, one day, you know, that type of thing, instead of it being like, like you said, like I, I jive with that because I went to London this past year for the first time. My first priority was I want to go for a run through the city. That was it. (laughs) You know, I was like, well, I'm not going to like, I'm here. I have a goal everywhere I go. I want to go for a run. Yeah, so that's awesome. It. But that's it's, awesome. it's not like that for everybody, you know, yeah. and, and how can, how can people start to make that a value? Like, what are some of the things without pissing their spouse?
1: <laughs> hey, you know what you, you, you just, oh, man, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now because so I have a, a brotherhood over 40 alpha, right? So I help men over 40, 50, 60, completely transform their lives. You know, first it's like boosting testosterone because when they boost their testosterone, that's where the weight loss, the belly fat loss, the health, the sex, of course, the energy, everything is geared towards that. Because men, when we're 30, we're naturally losing testosterone, one or two percent a year. So naturally without doing anything, we're losing testosterone. Well, when you reach 40, not only have you lost 10 years of testosterone, but you're also suffering from sarcopenia, which is a loss of muscle. So it's harder to, to lose weight. And I know because when I, I told a story. The reason why all that was happening was because my testosterone levels were low and I was training like I was in my twenties and thirties. So too much volume, like all of that stuff. Plus I was eating like I was in my twenties and thirties mm. while my metabolism was it was slowed down because I wasn't eating enough carbs or I wasn't eating enough fats. or I was trying to this diet or that diet. So my body was my hormones were all out of whack. So I had to learn that on my own and doing a lot of research and, 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 you know, trial and error and talking to dietitians and, you know, because. Back, you know, 10 years ago, there was zero information for men in their 40s, 50s, 60s, it's not a sexy solution. And then, fast forward, I had a I almost died a few years ago because I had the crypto organizing pneumonia, which is a lung disorder. Yeah. Um, and literally, the doctors didn't know what it was, so I was they literally, to, we got to the point where the doctors said, Just come to the hospital, and listen, at this point, I was in extremely amazing shape. Right. Um, I just got back from training in Thailand at that point and it wasn't the trip in Thailand, but I was in great shape. So there was no physical, you know, it wasn't cause of my physical, whatever. I just, I just, something just happened with my body, but, um, so the doctor said to me, hey, you need to go into the hospital, come to the hospital because we don't know what it is. And if you die, at least you die in the hospital, right? So it was a very devastating time for everyone. They found out it was crypto organizing pneumonia. They put me on prednisone, which is like a catabolic steroid. It's the worst steroid ever. It's like kills your, t- wow. kills your hormones. Like I was you, your head gets bigger, you gain weight. But during the time I was on prednisone um, and I was on a high dose, I started using my, my over 40 program the nutrition, the boost testosterone, the workouts, I started doing, you know, as much as I could do, um, shorter workouts, um, you know, just getting more recovery, like everything that I preached and that I did with my over 40 program, I had to put to test. And then seven months later, after I got off the prednisone, my testosterone just blew up. Mm -hmm. My gosh, like how, how is that happening? It's like, well, because I was doing all this other stuff. So I, I, I said, okay, listen, I need, and then again, still looking around, there's still nothing out there for men over 40 at this time, two, three years ago, nothing. Like it's just not sexy. Like doing three total body workouts is not sexy. <laughs> eating a healthy, like f- fats, carbs, proteins, and like, and, uh, you know, vegetables, fruits is not sexy. Like it's no, yeah. you're not restricting something or eating this on this hour. Like it's just, you know, natural. <laughs> Focusing more on I know it is focusing more on sleep. Like that's not sexy, right? So it's not. So you know, companies. I I understand why they're not going to push that, but for me, I'm like, listen, I want to help men over forty because I, you know, talking to many of them in my life at that time, I I see the struggle, I know the struggle. So when I started my over forty program, was for men over forty, and to get to your point of what does someone do? These guys who started to join their spouses weren't doing the same program. Their spouses were wherever they were, but these guys knew, listen, man, if I even want to keep my spouse, like Mm. sometimes when you're, when the kids leave, but let's let's, listen, if you're in your late forties and fifties and you have kids that are gone off to college and now it's you and your wife left and your wife is going to the gym and she's hot and you're just sitting around and not out of shape. She's going to the gym with, you know, uh, with Leroy who's who's her personal trainer. <laughs> Leroy's jacked and Leroy's telling her how good she's okay. So <laughs> and then she comes home to you. Right. Like, oh shit, I'm gonna go back to the gym with Leroy. And then everyone else at the gym's telling her she looks good. You gotta get your shit together, man. Anyways, I'm not trying to scare you but no
0: you're right though. But, right.
1: but uh, that's just one little thing, but but mostly it's it's you know it's it's the health and 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 these guys want to get back. They do want to get back in the shape. They do want to be able to keep up with their kids and their grandchildren. Um, so when I started this program and started getting these guys in like immediately, you know, after two months, they're getting incredible results. They're starting to see, and you know, losing weight, belly fat, I get them to test their testosterone. So they're seeing testosterone changes. And then like literally four or five months into, cause this, this is a brotherhood, it's like a one-year program. So every month they get different workouts, nutrition, mm-hmm. coaching, like it's like a, literally it's a brotherhood Facebook support group, but, um like five months in, six months in when I first started, everyone started saying, well, my wife wants to, to something. My wife wants something. She's loving it. Or my wife, like, I would always get like, oh, my wife, um, my wife loves you, but she hates you because I want more sex. Or like, I would get all these crazy (laughs) things about how their wife like loves me and how they're mad at me because their wife loves me more than they love them. Like there's really weird things, right? But it was all about like that, that, what they were doing, the bottom line is what they were doing, their wife was taking notice. Mm. It was like, okay, I I like what's happening here. You know, you got more energy or you, you, you know, and then one of the other things I teach about uh, in the program or preach a lot about is, is, you know, treating your wife as a queen, right? Treating your wife as the queen, taking her out, doing things for her, telling you, you love her. And, you know, I would tell them, okay, everyone's got to post a picture of them and their wife, you know, and this forcing them to post pictures of them together. It's just, if you start taking care of yourself first and foremost no matter what don't worry about your wife because i tell these guys listen you're the man you're the alpha man you're the you're you're supposed listen you're the you're to protect procreate and provide that's what you're on earth to do you can't protect if you're out of shape you can't provide if you know um you know you're getting sick all the time and you can't procreate when your testosterone levels are low so you need to like that's you got to ingrain that okay i'm like you know and, and as we get older we become the patriarchs like we become grandfathers and people come to us for you know wisdom and like we, and it's not something that we take on it just happens because we're getting older yes so the more in shape we are the more you know healthy we are you know and the more that we take care of our kingdom including our wives and our kids the the the, the better you're going to be equipped for for life and longer living and healthier living. So I teach, I teach this to these guys, but I tell them, listen, you just have to think about yourself first. Okay. Don't, don't, and then don't like blame your kids. Oh, well, my kids come. So I can't get a workout. At it. No, you're blaming oh. your kids. Are you kidding me? You're throwing your kids under the bus. Because oh. You don't want to take 10, 15 minutes to work out. Oh, my wife, she cooks all these foods. I can't cook. Uh, you know, I got to eat the food. Dude, you're the man in the house. You let right. your wife cook those foods, but you cook your own foods or ask your wife to make a little, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's an excuse game right and then but you're yeah. destroying other people and i i actually boldly say that and it just has them thinking oh shit, i am throwing my kids under i am to like i'm i'm giving i'm putting barriers up and excuses and blaming everyone else when it's like right here like, nice. i have to just start doing it and then once you start doing it and specifically with these guys as well is it just it just um spring rolls you know just the domino effect in the family the wife they become a little, much closer and the wife starts doing workouts. Maybe sometimes the wife works out with, with, with him. Um, the kids, I, I see them getting the kids involved more. Yeah. And it's just like, once you do it and listen, sometimes your wife or, or listen, I'm just, I'm just giving example of the wife. It could be, it could be totally the opposite. It could be you're the wife getting in shape and your husband, like I'm just using my, from my experience that, sure. um, from what I see every single day. It's uh, sometimes the wife doesn't want to get in shape. Sometimes there's, there's, there's that um, jealousy. There's that resentment, you know, but that's something that's internal for them. That's not, has nothing to do with you. And a lot of guys, friends also too, like they'll say, Oh, um, Hey funk, you know, I'm, uh, my friends are telling me I'm too skinny and I got, uh, I got to start eating. I'm like, dude, you, first of all, you got a six pack and you're ripped.
0: Right? <laughs> right. And,
1: and the worst thing people can say to a guy is you're skinny right they don't want to hear you're skinny. you want to hear you're ripped so right. i told them i'm like listen you're ripped you're like look at the picture of you before and after but they can't take the fact that you're ripped so they're gonna oh you're skinny or yeah. you know you you need to eat more and they may not be doing it on purpose listen they may not be like purposely doing it it's just this reflection of themselves it's like oh man carl is, is carl's not drinking anymore carl's looking good What's Carl doing? Ah, I don't know. Carl, you look skinny, man. Put on some weight, buddy. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey Carl, eat some, eat some donuts. You know, right. all of those things, right? That's what they do. That's what people do. Yeah. But you just have to, like, nah, man. This is this is for the better. And now what's happening is I see other guys. Their friends are coming in now. Mm. Right at first, they want their friends to come in, but the friends are like, nah, nah, nah. But because they've been for so long, and and their friends see like, man, this guy's serious. Like he's been doing this for four or five months. Um, you know, like, like maybe I'm going to come in. So then you're, they start getting their friends in and, and, uh, it, it's, it's absolutely amazing. But the, the key takeaway is you just got to do it for yourself right off the bat. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to suck. Um, you know, at first it's going to be a change no matter, you know, whatever program you're doing, but, um, just, just start no matter what it is, just start and do it for yourself.
0: Yeah, man. And it's funny, I come full circle to our, our first topic of discussion around the virus, but Man, there's no better time than now to start something, right? I mean, this is it. This is your opportunity. Everybody's like, oh, I don't have the time. You know, I'm running around. Kids have events every weekend. Listen, (laughs) (laughs) I got some good news.
1: There ain't shit happening.
0: (laughs) I want to email all the people. Who emailed me their excuses and say, I have really good news for you. Yeah,
1: you ain't got nothing to do.
0: <laughs> the world has canceled your excuses. <laughs>
1: oh my God. That's so amazing that you just said that.
0: All you gotta do because is that's eat it and work out. Yeah, that's I all mean, you do.
1: yeah. That's it. I told my I told my wife, we were talking about that yesterday. I'm like, listen, honey, like no one has anything to do right now. Again, the first couple of days, they're just trying to figure the shit out. Yep. But as time comes, man, it's like all I, well, listen, you're like you're in prison. What do you do in prison? You pump iron and you eat and you sleep. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> that's, that's what good. you're doing
0: now, right? I mean, everybody wants that perfect, you know, Monday, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start Monday because that's when everything's going to be normal again. Yeah. Well, it's Monday, dude. Yeah. It's, every day is Monday.
1: Totally.
0: Out. And I tell people, look, you know, it's crazy because you got your whole family, hopefully, with you. You know, you mm-hmm. got the people who, uh, you're, you know, you're trying to support. And what else? What's a better? There's nothing better than just being like, "Hey, here's what we're gonna do. Every day, we're gonna work out as a family. Yeah, eat right, and the days will fly by. And imagine walking back into your office after being gone for a couple months. You lose 15 pounds. You feel freaking great. I mean, talk about a whole new outlook on life. Like yeah. out of the terrible virus comes this amazing routine with fitness i mean yeah you can't write a better script so
1: opportunity I mean, man Op- the opportunity is now and yes. and it, like that's like you know i told my team like okay guys look this this is a, a great this is not opportunity this is not a time to like capitalize this is the time this is an opportunity for us to help as many people as we can yes. with the time to actually do something right like home workouts. like all my workouts are home workouts anyway because i because men over 40 generally you know, don't really go to the gym. They don't have time to go to the gym. So my workouts were just body weight and dumbbell that they can yep. do at home all follow along. So that was always my 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 mantra. Um and you know again, like you said, like this is the perfect time to get the family involved. I do like like we'll do like um uh challenges. So this past week, I think or two weeks ago our challenge was a hundred push ups. Nice. Oh, no, burpees it was fifty burpees, fifty burpees. So like aside from the workouts that they do, I'll just like in my in my Facebook uh Support group, they always like okay, Funk, give us a challenge. You know, we want a challenge. And okay, this one's going to be this one's going to be fifty burpees. So every day they do fifty burps after all of their workouts. Yeah, so many guys posted videos with their kids. Oh with yeah, kids. yeah. It's just like, man, this is it. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Get your kids, get your family involved, get your wife involved. You know, as much as you possibly can. But yeah, you said it best, man. This is the best time to 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 start health.
0: Health, and health absolutely, first. And, and even as health professionals, like I was talking to some buddies of mine who are in the same field as us, and um, now it's time for us to really make sure our shit's together too. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, because it's easy for us to think everything's easy, because we do this every day, and like, you know, I can eat a half a donut and get away with it. Like, yeah, it's whatever. Like, I, I work out every day. I ran five miles yesterday, like it was nothing, right? But that's, because mm. I do this every day. Yeah. Now, yeah. You know, it's like, I do it all the time, but this is an opportunity for us to go, you know what? Am I really... Am I walking the walk too? Totally. You know what I mean? Because totally. it's like, I'm just, I'm a human being. I mess up all the time. Yeah. But this is an opportunity for me to say, well, I don't have this on my calendar. I don't have this on my calendar. Let me organize my my nutrients. Let me make sure that I'm getting enough calcium. Let me just let me just double check that my kids are getting what they need, right? Mm. Yes, the financial strain and and the, the, the life strain is going to happen. Mm. But as I tell people, fitness can be an anchor man. It can really yes. be an anchor. It can give you peace. Even if all you do is 10 minutes of breathing mobility, man. like it can give you that, that calm that you need to then go out and face all the crap. Totally.
1: Totally. You know? I like, I like, I like what you said about fit, fitness, us as fitness professionals. And this is the time for us to check ourselves to, to walk the walk. Um, that's one of the things I've, I've been doing forever. I think that's why these guys like it is because I walk the walk. You know, I, I, I shoot follow along workouts. Mm. Usually I shoot like two or three at a time because just for the, you know, get the team, we'll go, we'll shoot and I'm struggling, like, I don't care. Like I'll struggle through. I tell them, dude, this is, I'm struggling through. I'm doing like an app, thing. even on YouTube, even when I yeah. like, I'm doing follow along workouts on YouTube now all the time and I struggle through them, but they want, they'd like to see that. Like, okay. This is real. This is like, yes, hey, struggling. I mean, they're going to struggle more at first, but by the fourth time that they do the workout, cause they do the same workout four times in the month. Um, uh, they're, they're crushing me, right. Yeah. <laughs> they're crushing me, which is what I want them to do. I want them to, but, um, yeah. But, but what that does for me is it keeps me accountable. Like, you know what I mean? I'm always accountable to these guys. Um, you know, they're seeing me working out. I'm always shooting workout videos. My nutrition's always accountable because we post our meals in the, the, the brotherhood. And then I also do, we do accountability checks every week and I put my accountability check in there every week. So mm. they can see me as a, as their leader. Okay. He's doing this. You know, he's not just preaching, he's doing it. He's posting his pictures, uh, you know, his food and uh, you know, I love I was, that. I always critique their food too, to make sure that everyone's eating the right, you know, carbs, fats, proteins, and vegetables. Um, yeah. So it's a very like, I, I, for me, it's like, okay, I'm not just here to, to, to sell you stuff and get you in there. It's like, no, this is a brotherhood. We're here together. We're here to support each other. As I learn things, I I'll tell them if I do something that, you know, shit, like, I totally, you know, made a mistake on that or whatever. They're cool with it. They're like, yeah, okay, cool, man. Let's keep going. But sure. um, it, it's, it's amazing when we, Ourselves, dude. I know that a lot of fitness guys are like afraid to do stuff like that because they don't want to expose themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of guys out there who, um, and, and again, listen, I know that with fitness, you're really focused on the business side. And I used to be that guy, I used to be the one focused on just like, you know, marketing, marketing, marketing. We got to bring in, you know, sales, sales, sales. That was me. Like, what? okay, we got to, I got in this new program, new program. I totally switched that the beginning of last year. And I I created the membership site that was more based on like, okay, here's the start point, here's the finishing point. And every month is a different workout or whatever. And we take them through and coach and all that stuff. And so now my, more of my focus, even though, yes, I still have to have the marketing to get them in sure more in, inside the actual, you know, uh, membership. And I, my life is way better that way, way better, right? I'm, obviously, we still have to do this, but it's not like, I'm not chasing every time. Okay, I gotta keep going, gotta keep going. Yeah. Because my churn weight rate in the brotherhood, usually, so usually people will, uh, if you have a membership site, if you're a, a business owner and you have a membership site, usually it's like a third month people fall out. Yes. You, six, you're good. Well, mine is totally the opposite. I think I have maybe 3% 3% of the people quit, and that's only because of financial reasons, never because they don't like the program. Sure. I have like, I think I have like 2,500 people, grows every, 100 every month, and they're like going into phase like 12, which is wow. Like, right. And I now, and because that's of incredible. that, yeah. And because of that, I've had to now do another 12 months because I started with just 12 months. And I thought, okay, yeah, 12 months, start and stop, you're good. Right. And then you can come in and just maybe redo it. But as these guys are going through at the very beginning, I'm like, shit, man, like no one's, no one's canceling. Like no one is canceling. Everyone's getting like in great shape. And now we got to guys got to the phase 12 and like, now what do I do after phase 12? And I, and the good thing about this too is every three months we give them like a t-shirt to let them know that they've hit like a a milestone. So they hit the milestone, they get a a different t-shirt that says something that describes the path that they took. So, um, but once they got there, it's like, okay, um, and this literally just happened like two months ago. Someone's like, okay, I'm I'm going, what do I do now? Right. And I'm thinking, man, I don't want them to have to like go back to cause these guys have just went through 12 months and they're like in amazing shape. So now yeah. I'm gonna take put them back down to month one, which is like the kind of like the beginner style workouts, not beginner, but you know, sure. these guys will crush those workouts. They're gonna get bored if they keep going through. So okay, I guess I have to do another 12 months. So now I'm in the midst of doing alpha plus, which is like more intense still home workouts but i'm challenging them a little bit more with uh, some of the movements we're going to add some kettlebells we'll do some kettlebell training and then we'll do a kettlebell month but like now they're just jacked. like now and then the people who are like in phase four phase six phase six, they can't wait to get to those those phases. Oh, that's amazing dude Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable i got guys they have tattoos of the brotherhood like it's insane <laughs> yeah it's crazy and then and then so then we did a lifetime we're like, okay well why don't we do a lifetime offer like you know join lifetime. They pay a little bit more, but, um, they're lifers and it's like, yeah. I think we have like 300 lifers now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. That's amazing. I'm just throwing the, I'm not throwing the numbers to like, cause no, there's no. other people who have membership sites that have 20,000 people. I'm just saying that like, I didn't expect to have like, you know, I knew the program works. I know that I know a hundred percent specifically cause we do challenges and they come into the challenge and they've already yeah. lost weight in the challenge. So now they're just going to go through. But the the, the camaraderie, the love that these guys show each other. Cause we have the, we have the regular group. We have the, the app and then we have the Facebook group, oh, man. It's unbelievable. Like men over 40 going right awesome. like, in, talking about how this, I struggled this week because this happened, can I, can I get some support guys are in there? You know, oh, I can't, you know, this happened like not even fitness related stuff, like life related stuff, you know, yeah. I created a place where these guys can come and talk about life stuff and get support from the other guys not just like workouts of course everyone's going to do the workouts but it's insane man like it's such a it was such a, a void i could see because of how these guys are reacting that it's such a void yes you got your sports team like you know you may play you know shinny hockey or baseball with the boys slow pitch you go for drinks after but you're not talking about health and fitness with those guys you're just talking shit right yes um, and you need that talking shit place Right. And oh, yeah. like, when you come home with your wife, you're not talking about how you feel and then, you know, you felt like this today and I had emotional lists or whatever. No, you're, no, you're not talking. You're not talking to your kids. Maybe your best friend, but maybe not because your best friend's got his own shit going on. But here in the Brotherhood, 100%, you come in and like we encourage people to talk about struggles that they're having and how we can help and support and other people go through the struggles because we're all that age. It's insane. I think, I think. You know, fitness professionals, um, fit pros need to, my personal opinion is, a, you know, yes, it's great to have workouts and, you know, yeah, I got to sell, sell, sell this program and keep going. But it's, it's the people, what people want is a community. That's mm-hmm. what people want. The people out there, they want a community of like-minded people that they can bond with. Yes. Right? And, and love. That's why CrossFit is so huge because wow, it's a bond. Like I, personally don't do crossfit but i but i love watching the crossfit games because i know that the 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 athletes right on the athletic side the sports side but as a community man that's so powerful and the way they interact and like it's just it's amazing but that's what people want they want a sense of belonging and as fitness people we can do that we can we can create little communities that we are the tribe leader but not the tribe leader because one of the things that my because i have a couple partners who help help us through this they say like listen man like it it, it your story helps these guys but it's not about you it's about them but they yeah. need you to guide them yes right? so you're not like oh look at me it's like hey i'm here to help i'm here to this this is what i went through this i'm going to guide you I'm going to take you there they still need that leader they still need someone who's going to guide them they can't do it on their own they need help but, uh, we have the power to, to start creating those things, those places for people. So, Absolutely. And this is a perfect opportunity when we're isolated, there's no social contact. So now you want to go online, but we, as we can create little membership sites with little niches of people with the same, you know, mindset, focus, goals, struggles, mm-hmm. and be like, okay, everyone, we're going to come here. And all of these people, as you're going through as new people come in, they've, done, they've gone through what you've gone through. They've, they've learned. They've, they've, you know, It's funny because the first month when people are in the program, the nutrition's the toughest thing, obviously, for people. For right? sure. and, and telling them that they have to eat carbs is like pulling teeth. So, but, so a lot of right. guys will come in, they'll post their foods. And I'm like, where are the carbs? Where are the carbs? Like, it's like an everyday thing. But now because so many other guys have gone through that same thing, but got amazing results, they'll go and say, Hey man, you need to add some carbs. Great, great dish. You just need to add some carbs. Right.
0: Dude, It's unbelievable. I get inspired by stuff like this because from the beginning, that was our, our mantra was that it was all about community. Right. It was all about forming a group of people who had the same goals, same struggles. And you're right. There's, there's uh there's an opportunity obviously for any, everybody right now to get in better shape, to start taking care of their health, their wellness, inspiring their family. But for those of us in the industry who we do this every day, it's, it is, it's tempting, right? To be focused on marketing, marketing, marketing. How am I going to keep from losing money? How am I going to make money? When in reality, all you really have to do right now is show up and help people every day. Totally. That's it. And, and go above and beyond with the extra time that we have, you know, I can't drive to my gym and film videos right now. So, okay, cool. I'm going to fill that hour with doing a live workout for my email list. Right? Like Beautiful. That, that's little things like that make such a big impact on people's lives. Like it's so easy to forget, man, because we live this every day and it's like, Oh, I know how to do all the dumbbells. I know how to do all the kettlebells, whatever. But then you go show someone how to do a simple body weight workout for 30 minutes and they think like you just saved their kid from yeah. cancer or something. Like that. <laughs> totally. like, you just helped them in a time where they didn't know how to fill their day. Yeah. They got all this time. They got these old dumbbells in the garage that haven't been touched in months. And they're like, "What am I gonna do?" And my gym's closed. Like this is how you 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 show up, man. And like I love I love what you're doing because man. Thanks, man as a guy like and not to you know make this all alpha but it is it is a big d- deal in the world right now where we have guys who man we just haven't been taught how to be men you know and it's oh. tough and it's and it's it's a huge issue um but what you're doing is just incredible because man like I, we need more we need more men to be men we need more women to be women they're both incredibly strong yeah. and it's it's amazing when both can show up and, and do what they're meant to do in terms of being the, the 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 leader of the family, women are leaders of the family too. But cool. men have this this man. I, I can't, with. I get passionate about. It. I'm afraid to get into it too much because as a father to two boys, I come from a home where my dad wasn't really around, and so I totally get it. Like you're, I'm probably your ideal customer because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I get it, right? I have yeah. to show up every day. Yeah To be so mindful of how I'm showing up as a man because I was never taught how to be a, a strong leader of the family. So it's like, ah, I totally get it, man. And it's yeah. amazing how you can use fitness to get people into that because totally it's a it's a great starting point. It's the lowest hanging fruit. I believe yes. it. It's the lowest totally. hanging fruit.
1: Yeah, I get we get people in with losing belly fat and losing weight. We talk, teach them about it's actually the testosterone that we have to focus on, yep. and then as they go through, it's like, okay, let's become alpha man. What are what are the traits? What what make us? Because society is trying to feminize us in a huge way. We can't say things, we can't do things. In fact, testosterone is looked at as a negative thing when, in fact, we need it to survive.
0: Yes. So it's
1: kind of like you know, okay, well, we just need to change the the, the narrative, um, but we need to be confident to
0: to talk about that stuff. Um, dude man yeah, this has been awesome yeah thank dude, you a for having yours man, of me. Years, man. <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: thanks man i appreciate
0: it i love it i love it i love it your story is awesome and i'm sure we could probably we need to do more podcasts we'll, we'll,
1: we'll do another one we'll definitely we'll definitely yeah.
0: do, dude, we'll do another one um, maybe
1: maybe the dual podcast buddy maybe we have a it. podcast maybe we can do some now in the future you <laughs> never know i used to have funk mma strength and conditioning podcast i'm looking for someone to help me re-
0: revitalize that you bro know. I'm in man I'm gonna yeah. go kick Frankie Egger's ass next, next month
1: <laughs> absolutely I love it i I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that for sure I, I'm gonna watch it for sure
0: <laughs> no let's do it man I, I um it's cool because uh you know in this industry as you know there's man there's just a lot of egos right um, a lot of people who are who are like you just said a little, a little earlier about like they're concerned that they're gonna get exposed or that they're gonna show up and be imperfect or they're worried about trying to you know, just be this like ideal human when in reality, like sharing our struggle, sharing our journey, um, and just being someone who's transparent, man, that that's yeah. like, you will, you will never go hungry, <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> if you work your ass off and you're transparent and you want to help people, man, you'll, you'll never be hungry. You'll never starve, um, <laughs> in this industry. Cause there's just so many freaking people to help, man. Yeah. Um, how can people connect with you, dude? How, how yeah. What are Yeah, um, you if you're a
1: man over 40, you can go to over40alpha.com. I've got a 30 day free trial. In fact, I think we're going to kick it up to a 60 day free trial. Um, nice. listen, not listen, I, 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 let me retract. If you're a man over 30, because I think we're actually going to be changing that because of what's happening right now, and there's so many guys out there, um, you know, that need help. Oh, Uh, yes. Even though it's over 40, we're actually going to be list anyone to come in. So over40alpha.com, 12 months of workouts. But I I think by the time this comes up, we'll have 60 days free. Um, And then YouTube men, YouTube.com forward slash Funk Roberts. I post workouts now twice a week now. Um, There's a podcast in the middle. And um, yeah, man, I'm just, just posting, posting just, yeah, you just
0: crack, crack, across the milestone too on YouTube, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I actually, I just got the plaque of the k but I, I'm at four, 440 right now, 440,000, but wow, I just got the man. plaque. So, but it's still, I mean, I, it, it's a big deal for me because it, you know, I started with YouTube way back. That was the platform that I said, okay, I'm going to use this platform to get out to the world. And, um, you know, it's been incredible. It's been an incredible journey. Like I said, if you guys go back Spartacus workout fun I'm going to totally
0: go back and you're do it. You're going to
1: see it yeah. in my basement and you're <laughs> going to be like, "Man, and I was like proud." And I'm you know what? I should look at the comments. I should go back and look at the comments. Yes. I did oh. I haven't even thought about looking at the comments and seeing what guys are saying about so Isn't that I that the can funniest,
0: you know? see like it. I didn't care. Go back and look at your old stuff cuz in the moment you were so proud of it. <laughs>
1: totally
0: like i'm so proud of the blogs i used to write like they were like like i wrote scripture right (laughs) (laughs) like like i'm like writing passages in the bible or something
1: i go back and look
0: at it and i cringe
1: oh i know but i I
0: hope my kids never see this but
1: but the the good thing the cool thing is and for anyone listening who wants to start because now is a good time to get on there if if you're passionate about fitness you're like you know i've always tried wanted to do instagram or workout or youtube just listen just do it like it, yeah. now it's going to be in your home the number one thing you have to focus on is having good content it doesn't doesn't matter what it looks like yes. it doesn't because now the the, the sh, everything has shifted when i first started it didn't matter what it looked like that's why i could post that pick that video in my basement then it got to a point like three for three or four years in the mid 2010s or whatever we're in, that it was all about you got to entertain, you got to show, you got to have all this flashy stuff. But yep. now it's going back the other way. It's content. What If you're uh, delivering good content, it doesn't matter what's out. It doesn't matter what's behind you or what it looks like. So it doesn't matter if you're working out in your home every day and there's stuff piled all over. If the workout is a good workout and the person yeah. who you're working out with or people who are using it love it, it won't matter and more as more people do it you'll start to clean things up a bit and then you'll start sure. to get more money so you can put a better camera like and they will understand they'll be like hey man i see you that's what used to happen to me people are like hey funk i see you kicked up the the you know the video thanks man it looks really good it Looks you know what i mean they yeah. appreciate your evolution and they grow with you they feel like they've just they've been growing like guys now are like hey i was with you during the Funk Roberts basement, like that's the yeah. when I showed that, like I'm gonna post a video with me in the in the in the uh, the plaque. But when I did have the pl- uh, plaque online, people are like, "Oh yeah, I was with you in the basement workouts, man. I was with you. On, oh, I was with you on your garage workouts. I was with you on on your on your driveway workouts. Like it's like they feel like, yeah, man, I was with you. Kidding, yes. man. I was an OG. What? What? <laughs> anyway, I gotta go, guy. I gotta go. <laughs>
0: That's so funny, dude. Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, if people can take a piece of content that you put out and get a result from it right away, that's ultimately going to move the needle more than anything else. Right. In fact, I would even argue that um, putting things out that are too perfect, that look too aesthetic, that are too fake, are going to turn people off more than anything right now because everybody's trying to do that. Exactly. If you put out like the best people I know who make the most, who are most successful, they put out just very helpful things, Yes. that give people a quick result and then ultimately people pay for the accountability. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Super simple. Like that's the business model. If you're listening or, or any business, give mm. someone a result, they're going to pay you to get accountable. That's 100%. really, that's it. Super, super easy to understand. Not always easy to apply, but keep that, keep that in your mind. Like if you're trying to create content, that's that's the way to go, bro. It's been awesome, man. We got to do this again. Let's uh, reconnect 100%. offline. We'll um, I would love to do some joint work with you, man. That would be yeah. fun.
1: Awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. Awesome. yeah we'll, 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 we'll think about what we'll think now that we have a little bit more time, yeah. I got a challenge coming up in April, but after that, let's definitely yeah. talk about something. Cause we both have passion for fighting. Uh, I have access to fighters and so we can get a lot of people on this thing. Oh my. Lots of people, strength and conditioning. Them, that's what, that's what, that's what we, we can focus on strength and conditioning and talk about everything else.
0: I love yeah. it, man. Let's do it. All right, dude. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Be safe out there, bro. You
1: Maybe too, you brother. To let me know. Much love, my man. Much
0: love. Likewise, man. thank you for listening to the true transformation podcast don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show true transformation